This is the Outback Way podcast, proudly sponsored by our HEMA Guidebook and Atlas. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. This episode is all about the Outback Way Outdoor Art Gallery, which has been a an idea that we have been working on for the last couple of years. And finally, it's about to be launched in July 2021. So it's very exciting for the Outback Way group and also for Mel Forbes, who is the project manager. It has been an enormous effort, an enormous project, and uh, with lots of twists and turns, but we have finally finished and it is actually now up and ready to view. So if you have been travelling along the Plenty, you may have been wondering what all these billboards are, and that is the art gallery, and it has lots of artwork from across the Outback Way. So this episode is a bit of a review of when we first started the idea with Mel Forbes and I just discussing the project, what it will look like and how it will be. So it gives you a bit of background to what now is a reality, and there's nothing quite like making an idea reality. So please enjoy, and if you are heading out along the Plenty, please be sure to stop in and have a look at the artwork on these billboards. They're sort of set up in clusters along the road, about 100 kilometres or so between Atijara and Gemtree, and also into Engawala. So please, the Engawala have a great little art centre that you're more than welcome to visit, and the whole experience will be quite unique. So enjoy the Outback Way Outdoor Art Gallery and this particular episode in regards to the background to the project. All the very best with your travels. I hope you're enjoying the season. And as always, we wish you a safe trip and uh, enjoy your journey through the heart of Australia. Today, it gives me great pleasure to introduce Mel Forbes, who's the current project manager of our Building Better Regions uh, Outdoor Art Gallery project. Welcome, Mel. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Thank you, Helen. Thanks for having me. So Mel, I'm just really um, keen. We've got this great project being uh, put together and uh, to be installed along the Plenty Highway by you know, mid mid next year at the very latest. I know it was your it was your idea, it was your plan, and I'm just keen to share with the listeners and the travellers the the background, I guess, of of your background, and then also where the idea came from uh, initially. And uh, yeah, if you'd like to share that, that'd be excellent. Okay, no worries, Helen. Well, my background personally, I uh, I completed my first degree in when I was 19 uh, in three-dimensional studies and sculpture. From that, I suppose I've always been interested in um, how forms work in spaces and what that does um, to affect people. That's probably something that I've I've pondered most of my life, which is a little bit odd, I realise. Um, not everyone does that. And anyway, following through from that, um, so so I worked primarily uh, with clay and have um, always been entranced by earthy colours and how the earth can and create such beautiful forms and how we work with them and we inhabit them and, and we play on them, uh, play with them, play on them. Uh, we build things, we do all sorts of things as humans. So fast mm. forward probably a decade or two and, yeah, yeah. and uh, life takes many, many turns and um, I found myself in Stanthorpe not having a practice anymore after working for about 10 years in, in Brisbane with yeah. in studios. So I came to Stanthorpe and um, 
I did end up actually doing a couple of public art projects in town, but it was a very large shift to, to not actually have a studio to go to every day. Yeah. It was very, very difficult in Brisbane at the, the end of that period. The GST had come in and a lot of, you know, fragile art businesses really struggled throughout that time because artists aren't generally so great with, with business. We're too busy trying to keep the other side of our brain operating and or flowing and keeping all those ideas coming into reality. So anyway, had to switch headspaces in um, in Stanthorpe and worked in a variety of capacities and in my um, musings, I would always be thinking about different ways that um, a project could be realised on a yeah, sure. on a particular scale. Well, where where I live, I I look out west from my deck and I think it's a very very powerful um, place to kind of send your mind out into the desert. Uh, I I think that the Australian um, landscape is is very powerful and the country is very powerful. I did do my degree in in Lismore and I spent some time in the rainforest around northern New South Wales and it's a very very different culture down there to here on the southern downs yeah sure that's right and a very different um, headspace that seems to be inhabited so I don't know surrounded by all those all that those trees and all that water and rainforest it's a very dreamy kind of space and I find you know up here sort of we're a thousand meters above sea level, and and looking out west, it's um it's it's piercingly clear um, yes. headspace. And so, and then the idea of the large scale installation, uh, where where did that come from? Well, I'd, I'd always been really interested in the idea around the Japanese sculptor Isamal Noguchi, bits and pieces that I've read about him. Um, the way I understood um his his works is. He's a sculptor, one that creates things by hand and in 3D space, but also has gone ahead and created spaces for objects to be to be placed in out, outdoors yeah. and large-scale sculpture gardens. So actually creating his artwork, from the way I interpret it, is the creation of the space in which to, to view the objects as well. Okay. So it's a much more... It almost takes it to the to the place of the ephemeral, um, if that's the right word. Creating a space for other artists or your artwork to be displayed, and like that to me is sort of quite a large idea that keeps turning around in my brain. Yeah, I suppose nearly four or five years ago, Helen, um, we met. And, um, yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah, and mm. I was. Totally inspired by the idea of you being a, a manager of a, of a very large ro- long road the <laughs> <Yeah>, back way. <laughs> so really, that's a thing. You can do that. <laughs> and um, and it just all seemed to solidify, I suppose, you know, a decade or two of, of musings and, and not actually having my hands in clay physically, but always thinking creatively. And this whole idea just solidified that um, with a space as, as large as the Outback Way is a road that goes through three states and is um, the most remote, yeah. goes through some of the most remote country in, in our country. Mm, yeah. It's totally amazing. And your project being to to keep pushing ahead to have it sealed and, and to make it more accessible and to improve lives of those living out there. To me, it just it seemed to just crystallise, actually, to create um, a project that was based along such a... A large and romantic idea of of space yeah, uh, through the country. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the original yeah. idea was 
was quite big. We were going to do it all the way along, weren't we? So. Well, that's right. Yes, we're going to have yeah. um, a, a double-sided billboard every 200 kilometres. So, <laughs> um, yes. you know, yes. was it 14 of them? So people, it would be like a treasure hunt or something to look forward to on, the, on a journey or to, to break up a journey because you, you are looking at the vast stretches of, those, of that road. You're looking at um, natural landscape and some people find it boring. Other people find it inspiring. And then you have something that is placed purposely in there um, by humans. And the idea was originally to have a big international art competition to have um, international artists do artwork and to have that displayed. That's since been whittled into something more comfortable and probably manageable. After speaking to a number of large art institutions, they yeah. they were yeah. They thought it was a ginormous project um, that possibly was something that could be built up to rather than started off with, which was probably sage advice. Yes, and it probably saved us a lot of headaches, actually. Yeah, <laughs> we possibly, you know, didn't really have a plan with, with that sort of budget required to, to do something on that, that level yet. Yes, yes. That's right. So, no, that's um, that's great. Yeah, and and look, and so the end up the end project. How do you envisage it looking? So, what's the final project look like? Well, I'm I am super excited about how the project has been brought back to the community, uh, particularly the communities um, along the Eastern McDonald Ranges, Plenty Highway, uh, Inguala and Atidra, uh communities. The billboards uh, will be placed between a uh, 60 and 70 kilometre length of road going up towards the Anguala community. Um, in, you know, people are absolutely welcome to go into the Anguala community and visit the um, community gallery there. And then coming back down onto the Plenty Highway, driving towards Atidra, and there'll be billboards dotted in particular places and a little bit off the um, off the main road. And into the Atidra and into the Atidra community. So, um, and again, people are more than welcome to drive in and check out the local store and go to the community gallery and and stop and have a look at the billboards that will be on the entrance into the community. So, uh, what this does is gives a, a a soft platform for those communities to be able to engage with tourists and welcome them um, into those their community spaces on the platform of, of arts tourism, arts cultural tourism. So the area on that side of Alice Springs, those uh, Aboriginal communities haven't had as much recognition as the yeah. Aboriginal communities on the western side of Alice Springs that have pretty much spearheaded the um, Aboriginal art renaissance throughout the 90s, 1990s and into and, the and 2000s. And also tourism because of the... Uh, I guess being on on the way to um, Uluru, it certainly has provoked a lot more tourism over on the western side than on the eastern side. Yes, that's right. There'd be more tourist yeah. interest on yeah. that side, and, and, I guess and it's the, pushed and it's pushed that um, arts industry probably a little harder than what um, has happened on the eastern side. Mm. And also, I think I mean that's what was actually highlighted in the um, McDonald's Range and uh, Plenty Highway marketing plan, which this project was actually um, included into was that the whole idea that there is a big gap between Alice and Bullia and yes there's Gemory and there's Togamori and, and Javoy Station and 
you know, there's not a lot, I mean, in Ngawala and Antigua are Indigenous communities that could be benefiting from having something to stop for. So yes. I guess that, you know, this is, yes. this is really the essence of, of why we chose this section is because there's this big gap and big distances between uh, Gemtree and the border and uh, it'd be nice to actually have some place to, to stop and have a look around. Oh, indeed, and to take in the landscape and have a reason to stop instead of staying in your little um, bubble of a car or, or ute, as the case may be, or whatever, and, um, you know, to sort of stop and walk around a bit. And, I, I, you know, on our reconnaissance trips that we've done out there, Helen, it's been great to stop and yes. take some photos and, you know, get out yes, of the car right. and sort of do a bit of a site survey. And, yeah, it's, it's stunning country out there. The colours are beautiful and the, the light and... It's a great place, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's ever-changing. That's what's so wonderful about it too. You know, it doesn't ever... You don't ever get tired of it. You know, it's uh, it's ever-changing. No, not at all. Yeah. No, there's always something different to look at and take in and, you know, a bit mysterious. You're never quite sure. Oh, just the shadows keep changing, you know, on on, on those mountains and, um, yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, and the hearts range and, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's very nice, yeah. Fantastic. And this is a really good way of actually you know, starting these uh, communities into the tourism zone, isn't it, really? Um, and it's a, a sort of an arm's length approach. And these billboards are sort of standalone attractions. I, help, I guess that helps with introduction to tourism and what it is to be uh, involved in tourism for the communities without having complete, you know, boots and all in involved. And I think Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah, it's how a, that it's a soft start. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a platform. It's a it's a building block. And and I know um, big shout out to Barbara Petrick out there at Atitra. You know she's been championing um, the Spotted Tiger camping ground. Um, that which is yep. uh, the turn off for that is about five kilometres uh, before you get to Atitra. And that's yeah we'll get to visit out there. But I've been told it's a a stunning spot to to visit, and um, it's it's on the way, I believe, to the to the race course, Hearts Range yeah, race course. Or right. Yeah, it's in behind the race course. Yeah, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hearts Range has their uh, annual uh, sports day there every you know every year, and uh, really you know it's a good place to to pull up and have a have a rest. So, um, and it's a great event that sports day. So yeah, that's no, great, and. Um, so the progress of it right now is um, where are we at? We're just starting to actually seek some entries, aren't we? Yes, we're uh, on the verge of sending out the entry form to the artist communities, towns along the Outback Way. Looking forward to receiving entries prior to the 15th of December or, or on the 15th of December so we can start working through that. We're also uh, linking in with a couple of the um, regional art prizes, Queensland and, and WA, and we'll get on to the Northern Territory shortly, asking a couple of the those people to submit a selection of, of artwork or art award winners that they think would look great on, on a billboard. So, yeah, this is about providing a space for all those those artists that are in remote Australia to, to have their um, their very own space in a out-of-the-box idea, which, which is a gallery that's in the landscape. It's not... It's not in, yes. you know, uh, white walls. Um, some would say that uh, perhaps the landscape will win every time um, in terms of its beauty, but um, I suppose it's it's for every person to 
to ponder and contemplate and have a think about maybe the the subject matter that the artists are bringing to to the billboard to their space and creating something interesting and different to do uh, as you're driving along a very large long stretch of remote road in Australia. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. And and I guess it's a really great celebration of all the art and artisans along the entire Outback Way because there's so much talent and a lot of people doing lots of great art. And yes, all different, yes. some Indigenous, non-Indigenous, some... All, all, uh, everyone together, you know, everyone yeah. um, putting, putting their work up and it's all valid and it's all, it, it all deserves to be given a space, absolutely. Yes, and so the entries have got some specific guidelines around them and they're going to be available on our website, outbackway.org.au, special page, the Outdoor Gallery, um, people can go and download that, and uh, yeah, we look forward to having uh, lots of lots of good entries. Some communities along the Outback Way may like to put in a community entry, so it's a joint artwork. That's something we we spoke about. That'd be wonderful. Like, you know, this project kind of crosses a number of of areas. You know, it's part community development, it's it's part cultural development, it's part arts tourism development, and with the community development and and crossing into art, arts, cultural development, creating a project that a, a whole community can can work towards each year or a segment of their community can work towards each year. You know, it's something that can bring people together and just really enjoy the process of making something that people can be proud of, that's going to be viewed and will absolutely be putting quite a bit of promotion behind this um, this exhibition and there'll be plenty of social media around it. So potentials there for, for people to be to be have their art or the community's art views far and wide. So it's pretty exciting stuff, I think. And about proceeds of, of the artwork, the sale of the artwork and the posters and, and the print will be available on sale. They'll be for sale online on the website and also uh, at the local galleries as well. Yes. So, um, yeah, people will we'll be doing a, a at this point a limited edition print run of, of all the artworks that will be on the 28th billboard so there'll be 28 different pieces and um, people can buy them online or they can pop into the um, community galleries and purchase them there that way. The artists receive 80% of that sale of the artworks and if they choose to have their original artwork um, available for sale that'll, that will be available as well. 80% of the profit of the, of the sale of the, of the print? Yes, eighty percent goes back to the artist as per the yeah, um, on the profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. great. Excellent. And just a, just as an aside, the I suppose in in those remote areas where there's very very limited um, job opportunities and there's there's plenty of of mining going on, sort of a, you know out and about in that in the country. Um, I think it's. It's great to be able to provide, or, or not provide, you know, I think we're just building on what, what has been um, growing for, for a few decades out that way. Anyway, it's um, an arts economy. So that there's, there's absolutely the capacity there for people to make some money from, from their creativity, which is a good adjunct to um, the other opportunities that are probably a bit limited out there, I suppose. No, that's right, absolutely, and it's only going to go grow more and more as we feel more of the outback way as well. So it's a very good, uh, it's a great sector to be uh, to be provoking and encouraging um, as we go forward, dealing more of the road. 
um, the, the communities are, are going to be the huge beneficiaries of, of that. So it's exciting. Very good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. The um, Yeah, very good. So the entries are open and we want those to file the middle of December, so we welcome as many entries. Um, and the idea of the entries is that people have to be within the areas of the tourism organisation, don't they? So they need to be based in Outback Queensland um, or Central Australian Tourism or Australian Golden Outback Tourism areas. Yeah, that's correct. So we're really trying to capture people in remote and regional areas for this. And the communities of Winton, Bullia, um, Alice Springs, Atijara and Gowala, and then on to Docker River and Uluru, as well as uh, Warburton, Warakurna and Laverton are all going to be uh, included as part of the billboard process. And, uh, and then there's a, a five additional spots for people uh, to enter just one-off entries from various other areas as well. So it does, it does give scope for uh, a variety of, of, of artwork to be collected, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And uh, one of the other criteria was a contemporary interpretation um, of the artist's chosen subject matter too. Yeah, we look forward to some great contemporary art or something along those lines. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Mel. That's great. And looking forward to uh, seeing, and we'll get a progress report probably, you know, mid, you know, March next year to see where we're at. And uh, and as, as the billboards come online, we'll be very much uh, promoting and and uh, and um, opening those those billboards. So, uh, looking forward to having it all installed and ready to go. So, thanks so yes, much for all your effort and uh, great um, project management. And we'll look forward to chatting to you again next year. Oh, thank you for um, championing it as well, Helen. It's been wonderful with your support and being able to work in with the vision, I suppose. Yeah, thank you. Great. <laughs> okay, no problem, Mel. That's good. Thank you for tuning in to the Outback Way podcast. The show notes will be on our website at outbackway.org.au. If you are enjoying our podcast, please leave us a review. And if you're really enjoying our podcast, you may like to become a contributor through our Outback Way store for $5, you can help with the production of our podcast. Please stay in touch. We'd really love to hear your stories. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Outback Way One. And finally, thanks to Perk Digital for producing our podcast, making your journey through the heart of Australia on Australia's longest shortcut easier. Please travel safely. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au and if you share your story, we may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's Longest Shortcut. Cheers for now.